Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. We are so glad you're here. And hey, we just want to say real quick, big shout out to to the warm welcome in podcast world. 100%. I, I'm just so it's touched. Kind of shocking, it actually. Is. I want to specifically say thanks to all of you that reached out to us and said that you have enjoyed it. And then you've left a review on Apple Podcasts yes. because that is huge. Huge. So thank you for taking the time to shout us out to leave a review or to share it with your friends. Um, we really appreciate it. So kind. Hey, we're in the middle of winter. The clocks have turned back. Yes. It is. The skies have darkened. The skies have darkened. And it is just that time of year. It is. And love it or hate it, we're in Ohio. Yes. And that's kind of how it is. It's kind of Do how it is. Do you know the answer to this? Does every... um. Does every like time zone experience the same thing? No. Like I know some people. What are you even saying? I know some people don't put their <laughs> clock back, but does every place in America experience something like this? Oh, like a time change? Yeah, like I where we so. go back. Like it's I, dark right I, now I, at like five I, o'clock. Oh, oh, here in Ohio. Oh, are you kidding? It's dark during the day. <laughs> Stop it! It's not that bad. <laughs> well, wait, we have to talk about our good days. First. Oh, I forgot. Well, okay. we, we are going to talk about okay, that. Okay. But let's, yeah, tell us about a good day that you had recently. Okay. Um, just today, I went to the grocery store in my pajama bottoms. Now, listen. Uh-oh. My my pajama bottoms, they, they, they're, they're like middle of the road, like where you would look at them and you would think to yourself, are those pajama bottoms? <laughs> Well, there has been a rise of athleisure in the in recent years. And you know, I am 54. Uh-huh. I I live in a sweet small midwestern <laughs> town. Everybody's so nice. And I'm just I'm just going to go You're just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. It just they is have, what it they is. They have hearts all over them so they they they're like an expression of love. <laughs> now you're justifying it. <laughs> but that that was that felt good. Like uh, actually, I was <laughs> like, so "This feels liberating." Pajama bottoms at the grocery did store. Did you run into anyone you knew? That's the question. I did not, but I had two very friendly men that were. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not in a weird way, but <laughs> just in a friendly way. It could be in a. She's got hard side. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I think you've told us about Daryl's heartstring mugs. <laughs> Maybe when you're 53, it's heartstring pajama bottoms. 54. Oh, 54. The the pajama <laughs> bottoms with the heart. Okay, how about getting you? All the attention at, at yours. What about you? Um, you know, for us, we have um, this is this might sound weird. We have friends that are coming in town, so they live. Um, they actually live in New York City. Okay. Um, she's a teacher in New York City Public Schools. He is a mental health counselor at a Jewish community center, which is pretty cool. Uh, but they have family here in Ohio, and they're coming to stay with us for six days. And so today, we said, we're going to get their guest room done and set up. Oh, and it was awesome. like, we had stuff in there, like suitcases. You know how you just yeah, yeah, have yeah, a yeah, room just, or a yeah, place? Yeah, yeah, just... And so we said, we're just going to set aside time and we're gonna do it and so my wife and i cleaned it out we put stuff in the car to take to the goodwill doesn't that feel good yes there was my wife used to do her makeup there so there was like stuff in the carpet we got out the carpet cleaner and it's ready for our guests and so um it just felt good yeah like i it, love that it was yeah. one of those like we just got it done yeah i love that I and love it that. feels good yeah yeah I love that. so that was our that's my good day yeah, right yeah, now yeah yeah so good 
All right, so we're going to talk about winter and what that means. Now, here's here's my question for you. So um, if people that know us know that you and I both um, go to Hilton Head sometimes in yes. the winter. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I've noticed there. It does get dark at like 5 o'clock. Yeah, it does. And it's really weird to me to be in a warm climate and have it be dark at five Mm o'clock it's Mm -hmm. really bizarre Mm -hmm. when it's like 60 or 70 Mm -hmm. degrees there and it's dark so that's my question does every like you lived in florida does that also happen there i think so i don't know we need a we need people to tell us we need like scott say we need people to (laughs) if you're a meteorologist please let us know because i just think that's so that's fascinating well and here in ohio a lot of people wouldn't know this about ohio we are in the lake effect region of oh, Ohio. So we, we really get are. we get a cloud cover. Meteorologists here call it the gray dome. Yeah. We get a cloud cover that comes in from the lake. And so we have a lot of gray days here. Yeah, it's true. My parents lived in New Jersey for a bit. And when they lived there, they said it wasn't as gray. No. That the ocean, like breezes or whatever that is um that it would blow the clouds and it would still be really cold so it could be in the yes, 20s right but it would be bright and sunny i say i can take zero just give me sunshine and I blue totally sky agree. do you have one of those lamps i do I have, I have a happy light yeah me too i love yeah. the happy light. yeah I, I i struggle i mean actually i was just thinking about it when you when you were talking about it that i as far as i know i don't have the seasonal right you know i don't have like formally yeah i don't i'm not diagnosed disorder yeah sad Mm -hmm. but i wonder if i would go to the doctor i wonder i wonder if i actually do yeah like you know like if i have it undiagnosed because i really i do struggle in the winter yeah i need a fire that really helps me i I mean for people that struggle in the winter here are some things that help me let me just yeah tell us um a fire like if, if there's any possible way you can get some sort of flame or heat or warmth a f- type of fire whether it's a live flame or whether it's a gas fireplace somehow that just really really helps me yeah is ha- it the warmth is it the light is it all both? of it all of it yeah the coziness of it the warmth of it the, the light, smell all of it yeah like yeah, I, I came it. to your house a couple days ago and your house just had that like nice wood burning yeah, oh, smell yeah, mm. yeah yep and then um, the happy light, the happy yeah. light helps a lot. And then I, um, this is going to sound really like, well, I'm just being really honest. A tendency or a temptation for me is just to be like, I don't want to get ready. I don't, yeah. I don't even want to shower. Oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to do, <laughs> yeah, you lived with us, you know, <laughs> I want to do like a three day stretch and not even get in the shower. I'm just like, cause it, I just start to feel like I want to hibernate. Right. And so I make myself. I, so I, that's, I have a question about that. Does that, what, how does that work with you being such a high extrovert? Like, does your, the, does it override your I extrovertness? I go to the grocery store in my pajama bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. <laughs> but, you know, I, I make myself, you know, I kind of make my, and I also schedule things. Like yes. I schedule lunch with people and I, I schedule things because that really helps just to right. get out a little bit. Um, so, yeah. And you you grew up in Ohio. So you, this isn't yeah, like this new isn't for you. Like new. Uh-uh. So when you moved into your new house, was there like, 
so if for people that don't know you, there was a, a time for like two years where you lived in an apartment in the downtown of our city. Yes. You did not have a fireplace. No, we didn't have a fireplace. We didn't have a yard. Right. We really didn't have outside. How many stairs was it to like it was take like, your groceries? It was like, it was like two full flights of stairs. Yeah. Like, but we lived on the, we lived on the third floor. So it, it was, it, yeah, it was a lot of steps. Yeah. Um, and really what I call that time period, we lived there for two years, literally almost to the day is that it was like our rest area. Yeah. We had the opposite. We came from the opposite setting. We right. came from 20 acres, <laughs> lots of mowing, you know, a right. gar- garages, like a three car garage. We had no garage when we lived downtown. Right. It was so different for us. It was so different for Daryl. Yeah. But the, the wonderful part about D that, that I think it helped him transition even to the house we live in now is that, and so many people will relate to this. If you have a husband who's like a worker, Daryl would come home from working a full day's work, you know, a full day. Right. And um, he's like manual labor. Yeah. He would come home when we lived in Walnut Creek, when we lived like down in the belly of Amish country. Right. And he would start, he would work at home. He would work almost like he would just keep working. You'd have to. He'd have to because to we just, yeah, the... we just had a big property. Right. So, and, and a lot of manicuring of that property. Right. So. When we moved to the downtown loft, we didn't have a garage. We didn't have a like where he could, you know, saw things and sand right. things and work <laughs> on things. And he would come home. He would get a shower, and then we would have supper together. And he would just relax all evening. Yeah. And we had never had that literally our ever. whole marriage ever. And so now, after we left the loft, and we have our little farmhouse. We it's a little over two acres. Right. You know, it's it's a it's eighteen hundred square feet house, right? And he can relax. You Absolutely. know, he can putter. You know, he can putter around in you know if he wants to during the week, right? But he doesn't have to. And, and you know, you'll find him in that zero gravity chair. Yeah, he'll be in that zero he gravity that zero stone gravity. barn furnishing. <laughs> Shout out stone barn. Yeah, he's he loves that chair. Absolutely, I love that, and I love that he has embraced both, and he did both, um, because I think. First, I was to be really honest. I was like, "How's this gonna work with Daryl yeah. in an apartment?" Mm-hmm. But he, I think, he really enjoyed the rest yeah, too. I, I do too. It was like um, our little rest area. But now he can putter. Yeah, he's work. What's he working on right now? You were telling me he's working on something with your son Joey. Yeah, yes, I found two big, fat, thick, huge butcher blocks on yeah. Facebook Marketplace. And one of them we gave to Joey for his birthday, for yeah, his 23rd birthday. And so it was a little, it was a little rough. So yeah. he needed to sand it and do some things to it um, and fix a couple, couple of the lay. I mean, there was just yeah. work he needed to do on it. And so they were out in the garage just puttering on that when yeah. Joey came home and it was just good to see. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I grew up in Ohio too. So my whole life has been in Ohio. There was a short stint where I lived in Australia, which was like the dream yeah. i mean their seasons were opposite yeah and they're opposite really, of us you're good at the australian accent too i'm not doing that i know but you're good at it oh thanks maybe that's for someday i don't want to offend i actually somebody from um my past life um she messaged me and was like hey just so you know you have listeners in australia oh that's awesome but you're really good at it and i think when you had friends come from australia to visit that's you right. you picked up a little bit of 
I, it's like a twang. I, yes, it is. It, it is. is. It's yeah. a twang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like your voice inflection changes. It's the same thing when I hang out with my southern girlfriends. Yes. I start saying like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> um, living in Australia, their, their winter, first they're different. So our winter right now in Ohio would be their summer. So, so it is strange. blazing hot there. I was in Sydney. Um, and then in our summer is their winter. So I, I've live there in both seasons and their winter is very mild it's it's probably very similar to south carolina like in okay. the 50s 60s kind of rainy and wet um does it snow? but just nice does it, snow? Does, it snow does it snow in australia not that i know of <clears throat> maybe there's some guinness book of world records <laughs> that, so that it has um but yeah so i grew up here in ohio except for that that short time and i actually grew up closer to the lake effect snow um between Akron and Cleveland. And so where I grew up, it I, I honestly feel like this is so funny to people that know where we live, but I feel like we don't get as much snow. Like it's like, oh my gosh, we don't shovel as much as I did growing up. It's I wouldn't say it's brighter, um, but we definitely don't get as much snow. And I'm like, we are out of the snow belt. We're in the <laughs> tropics down here at Worcester. No, we're not. <laughs> we are not. Um we actually yeah. are still considered snow belt. Really? Yes. Okay. It yeah, still affects yeah. Like us. A, yeah, it still affects us. Now, if we <clears> get two inches or three inches here, they've got six to eight inches in Cleveland. Right. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. they always get more. Yeah, they always get more than us. Um, and so for me, this this winter thing has always been a part of my life. And so I think there's parts of it that I've always enjoyed that I look forward mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. And there are parts that I'm like, oh, um, and I think. Does Wait, it, what are the uh for you? The uh is the darkness. Um, but honestly, as I get older, the more I think about it, the more I have to choose to embrace it and not complain about it. I think for so long people complain about the darkness and the winter and the cold and the snow. It's really not productive at all. Um, you mean that complaining about it's not productive? No. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. But what if I'm just expressing how I feel? Well, think i don't know yeah (laughs) i don't know what to say to that (laughs) well i mean you're right though i I, if you say about it every day oh i hate this winter i hate this gray i hate that you know you don't ever you you can be focusing more on the negative and the bad of it instead of instead of seeing some of the good parts and i think it's like with anything you know like if you are focused on the bad parts of something you're gonna miss all the good things and so i think you know this is a place where my wife and i chose to live um our families live here we're not planning on moving anytime soon um and so i think it's kind of like you gotta just suck it up buttercup (laughs) because um if not you're gonna have a miserable winter and i will say i do love all four seasons i do even though winter is my least favorite i do too i love living in a place where we get all four seasons i do too and you know i've i'm i've grown into that at a later age than you because you're you're are you you're 37 i'm 54 and i haven't started feeling that way until the last maybe four years right we i think what helped me was we have a little a cute little place in hilton head we have it's called a sea loft we have this little place that i can go down for a week like if i'm feeling really like oh my gosh i need to see the sun Yeah. yeah Um, and that helped me mentally just because I, I now know I have a place I can go if I right. really need to be near the beach and the sun right. and the blue sky. So how does the winter <clears throat> affect your mental health, really? Like, how would you describe that? Um, I, I, okay, so I 
you know, we, we all think of joy and happiness kind of as being cousins or kind of almost like the same totally. thing. And they're really not the same thing. Mm. So I would say that I still carry joy in my heart um, during the winter. But I would say it um, it kind of it kind of wraps a blanket around my happiness. Like mm. it can, I can mm-hmm. feel a little bit heavy. I can feel a little bit like very unmotivated to, right. um, you know, like recently, um, this is a good example. Recently we had a Saturday here in Worcester that was sunny and bright. It was cold. It was, you know, 45 degrees, but it was sunny and there was a blue sky and yeah, clouds. And yeah. I, and I, I was out and about, I was right. out and about all day. And when it's, 30 degrees and really gray right and really kind of and not just gray but sometimes we get this like misty grayness where you feel like you're in a harry potter movie (laughs) (laughs) and i just and i it just doesn't it it does it dampens my like my mental motivation to like to just do anything right and i think for me honestly it just makes me tired and that sounds really basic and simple but i'm just like i'm just kind of tired so I've, I've thought about this for a while because here's here's my thing is if we are going to choose not to complain about it, we can't just say, don't complain about it. Right. We have to find the replacement right. for right. it. Right. So I think this would be about maybe three or four years ago, um, I came across this Danish concept. And I rem- do you remember us talking about this? Yes. We talked about it um, a couple years ago, and it's called Huga. Yes. And you know who else talks about this? Who's this? The food nanny. Lizzie, oh, the food yeah. nanny. I love her. Yes. Lizzie, the food nanny, yeah. talks about this very thing. Yeah. So I wish she was here. I know. Sh- shout Maybe out, Maybe someday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. So it kind of looks like in English it would be like Heige. So okay. I've heard people say that, but that's not actually how you say it. It's Huga. So think of like if you're going to Ikea and trying to pronounce all those names, it's very similar. Um, so this is from Denmark. And there was an author... Um, his uh, he wrote a book called the little book of Huga, and it's the danish way of living well and it kind of took off i believe it would be five years ago and i've only thought about it maybe three to four years ago but it's kind of become part of western culture and it's become something that people in america have really latched onto and it's really interesting because i was listening to an interview by with this man um who wrote this book the little book of Huga. um And the interviewer asked her, you know, is this, would you describe this as like a lifestyle choice in Denmark? And he said, no, it's just. Is it a he or she? It's a man. Oh, it's a man. Okay. Um, His name is something to the effect of Michael. Okay. Um, And he said, it's just part of our culture. He said, it's just how we live. It's just what we do. Um, And he went on to say that Denmark in, and I'm not sure what the study is, so if you're like a statistician, don't come at me. But he went on to say that Denmark is consistently rated as one of the happiest countries in the world. Okay, so tell us why. Tell us and, why. And, well, and I think this is interesting. In the study, he he said USA um, was number 13. And his point was for a, com- for a country that is very um, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is a big part of our you know, mantra as a country is Denmark is a happier country. And so he, there are many, 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 many factors that would go into this study, but his point was embracing the idea of Huga. So they would have very, very dark winters as well. And so part of their life is they switch 
it's almost like the way that I understand this is it's like they intentionally shift in the winter to really embrace Huga so that it it kind of battles all the stuff we've been talking about. So is it like, so tell me how you do it. Is it like making your house cozy, cozy right. or? So someone asked this man for a definition is, is he said, it's not something that I can define for you. It's really just a feeling that you get hmm. when you're going through it. Hmm. And I love that because, you know, hmm. it's not just, I'm sure you can find a definition. It's in the Oxford dictionary, English. So dictionary. tell me how to practice it. Okay. So Hugo, it's it really is embracing all the things about this season that bring warmth, coziness and togetherness. So the first thing I thought was interesting was in Denmark, they spend per capita more on candles than any other country. Like you're I already sold. It. You're a yeah. candle lady. Yeah, I am. So there he would say that they spend more per capita than any other country on candles. App Absolutely. So whatever that looks like for you, for me, I mean, you just walked into my house <laughs> like 20 minutes ago. We, when the time changes, part of me, honestly, I love celebrating Christmas, but when the time changes, I want some of the lights up because if our, yeah. if it's going to mm -hmm. be dark, mm -hmm. I love those twinkle mm -hmm. lights. So we put up the tree, we put up mm -hmm. garlands with mm -hmm. lights in it. We have a little village um, that we set up. Outside, we have garlands that have little twinkle lights in it. So part of it is embracing those little um, lights, that lights kind of bring that warmth mm -hmm. and that glow mm -hmm. into your home. And so in Denmark, it's candles. Maybe for you, it's an LED light. Maybe it's those battery-powered wax candles. Yeah. But creating that warmth and that glow. That's so good. And you know, um, I will say I'm a big, you know this about me, Matt, because you lived with us, but is I'm a very big soft lighting person. Yes. So... Um, I can remember when the kids started inviting friends over, like initiating the inviting friends over where yeah. they wanted it to be really nice. I can remember Joey running through house saying, I need to turn the soft lighting on. <laughs> and, and, and I think it does set a very cozy, warm, Absolutely. welcoming feeling, especially when it's 5 PM and dark right. to have your soft lighting on. And you know that I am a candle I mean, oh, you're I, a candle lady. I, yeah. I, you I, trim the wicks and all. I do have a wick trimmer. <laughs> I, I think everyone should have a wick trimmer. But um, they they really do um, make a room feel warm and inviting. Yes, absolutely. Another part of Huga is, and you're going to love this, is embracing loungewear. <laughs> so it's break out all your coziest clothes and just enjoy it. You know, enjoy that, mm -hmm. that coziness. Break mm -hmm. out the loungewear. Um, I know you love cozy earth. I do. I love anything. I love hoodies. I'm such a hoodie person. Um, so break out that loungewear. Another one is blankets. We were just talking the other yes. night. You were here watching a movie with my family and my kids are obsessed with blankets. I love it. My five-year-old will walk around shirtless in sweatpants with a blanket wrapped around him, his shoulders. Um, and my your son used to do that. <laughs> Maybe he still does. <laughs> my 23 year old Joey, he just came home for a few days, um, a couple weeks ago and he walked around with no shirt and a big old, uh, Sarah Luca, we know, you know her, <laughs> um, one of her blankets wrapped around yeah. him constantly. And I was like, why, why don't you just have a sweatshirt on? He just liked the coziness of the yeah, blanket. That's, that's my kids too. You know, I also think, um, this is a good time to interject this, um, or even ask you this, Matt. Yeah. Um, how often do you wash your blankets? Um, usually maybe once a month, okay. like our lap okay. blankets. 
Yeah, I, I, well, because we have Mr. Butters yes. and a small poodle, I try to throw them in about once every three weeks. Yeah. Because I don't like to have a throw blanket on That's or a cozy blankie, blankie and put it up near my face and be like, oh, this doesn't smell, <laughs> this doesn't smell fresh. Would, I want it to smell fresh. And that would like really break your Hugo. It would. We uh, don't want to break no our Hugo. Hugo would be happening with stinky no. blankets. Okay, here's another one that I know you're going to love is um, baking. Oh. So baking in the winter and here in this interview that I, that I listened to with this man, he said, we indulge in the winter that we intentionally eat more sugar. We intentionally eat more carbs in the winter because of the feeling that it brings to mm-hmm. us. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this Yuga is, I, I can love, embrace oh, this lifestyle. I love this man. I'm the poster child of Yuga. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. Like, Bread, warm bread, oh. chowders, thick soups, you know, all those things say absolutely say cozy and they say winter. Yeah. And an, uh, here's another one that they would say is be intentional about getting outside. Mm. I will say I am not good at this in the winter. I need to get better at this. I do too. But they are, you know, cross-country skiing, walking. They're like buy boots that, that are, keep you warm, buy jackets that keep you warm, go outside Make yeah. sure you get that vitamin D. That's really good. Um, because... Yeah, there's no vitamin D given out here in Ohio. No, we take Ohio. a pill for it. <laughs> we got to take the pills. We got, we got vitamins. <laughs> um, here's something for me. Well, actually, I'll add one more, and then I'll tell you something for, for me. That Here's the last one I'm going to just throw out there, is embracing relaxing activities in the winter. So um, Hugo would say, read books. That reading books in the winter is such a good practice. Mm -hmm. Can you just picture the scene with a candle, a fire, baked goods, a fresh blanket that does not smell like a dog, and a good book? (laughs) That's it. That is like, that is Hugo. (laughs) (laughs) That is like ultimate, you've reached Hugo hierarchy. I mean, it's just such a great reminder that we don't have to sit and be miserable in a season. We can we can really look around and make it make it good. And I would add to that for our family, it's a time of the year where we do more puzzles. Mm, so our family mm-hmm, likes keeping mm-hmm. out a puzzle on the dining room table. Mm. Um, and this time of year specifically, we love Christmas movies. So we embrace all the movies that oh. are popular this time of year. Some people oh, love I the love, Hallmark Channel. I love I, all the cheesy ones. I, I can't do it, but I did, I'm so glad that you love it. <laughs> I like I, I'm like oh my gosh that's so cheesy and great we should we could honestly do a whole episode because it's like small town girl has a really mean fiance and then she moves to Amish Colorado <laughs> and she meets the doctor who's the only doctor in town the only 30 year old right, in town and right. then they somehow get married like yes. it's the same thing and running in together <laughs> and here's what I'll say for me this is this is just my add-on for what helps me in the winter is we have things planned ahead to look forward to. oh that's a good idea so I can tell you right now we know that we have people on our calendar coming up, like people coming in town. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, we're taking our kids to some events this winter. Uh, because for me, when I have something to look forward yeah. to, That's and good. I know that I'm either going to see people or do something fun, or maybe it's traveling or whatever, when I have something to look forward to, it really helps me break up that funk of the winter and embrace my Hugo. Yeah, that's really good. Yes. 
Yeah. So what, what is it for you out of that list? What were you like, Ooh, I need to do this more, or this is my favorite thing. I need to get outside more. I need to, I need to be out more. I need to just dress appropriately, right? put the right shoes on, wear some socks. Um, Sharon, Shannon Martin, who we're going to have on the podcast. She said, yes, I'm so excited. Um, she, she says, um, we need to normalize socks, Mm. you know, so just put the socks on and, and really put things that keep my feet warm. If that bothers me, like, And just dress appropriately and to go out more. Maybe you need but to get some good boots or something yeah, I like need that. Yeah, I need to um, be outside more in the yeah. winter for sure. I think that's one for me too is is intentionally walk outside where I can get some natural vitamin D instead of just the vitamins. Yeah, just <laughs> I'm get, doing, listen, get that I'm doing D. good on the cozy and the baking and the carbs <laughs> and the sugar. I need to get outside a walk. In the books. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm doing good on that. Well, my hope is that our conversation today has maybe helped you reframe your thinking around this winter season or maybe the darkness in the climate where you live Um, because it can make for a really long, maybe depressing or sad winter. Winter, And my hope is that you will look back on your winters and say, these were really good days because I was intentional about what I did. I planned things to look forward to. I embraced the Huga. and, and we don't have to live dreading, dreading these days and dreading the winter. Uh, yeah, that's good. So between now and next week, we hope that you look around and you say to yourself, these are good days. 